0: Hello and welcome back to papaya Turn 1. We are the QE podcast who do Formula One news and controversy and fun. Um, we're here with a new co-host who is called Lewis. And yeah, welcome to the podcast Lewis. Thank you. Um, I hear you're a Formula One fan. yes.
1: Definitely. Who's
0: your favorite driver?
1: Um, my favourite driver would be Lando Norris from McLaren. Ian, who was yours again? Lando Norris. And who would yours be, Harry?
0: Lando Norris. That's three votes out of three. He's won second. I'm curious, who's your second favourite driver?
1: Second favourite, um, that would be, I'd say, Hamilton.
0: Hamilton. That's, that's yeah. always a safe choice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, who was yours, Ian, again? Probably either Pierre Gasly or Lewis Hamilton. I'll take Gasly. I'll take Gasly. Though. I'll take Gasly. I'm mine second for Gasly as well. So it's going well. Okay. Third. This is going to take up five minutes of the podcast, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> who's Third yours? Third
1: favorite. Um, Daniel Ricciardo.
0: That's always a safe choice. Solid choice. Yeah. yeah. Australian. Yeah. Oscar Piastri should have got the seat out. Uh, Alfa Romeo. But Joe will get it next season. If you didn't see that in our la- if you didn't see our last podcast, go check it out because. Please just do it. <laughs> check them all out, all of them. Yeah. Watch I, them multiple if you, times. Yeah. Please, we need it. <laughs> Who's your third favorite? Uh, you said Gasly or Lewis, didn't you? Yeah. To be honest, I
2: don't really like Gas-
0: I No, I love Gasly. I'm not going to feel like that. George. George. George is definitely out there for me. Anyway, so let's, now that we've got some exciting news out of the way, let's get into some more exciting news with episode four, thank you if you've watched all the other three by the way, that's incredible that we have even got to episode four and we're loving filming them, recording them, whatever, whatever the wording is. Um, so episode four is at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, welcome. So as we get started into FP1, it was all looking good. And it was just all looking good. The new track layout was turn nine had been altered. And I think it was turn 16 yes. had also been altered. So it was a nice new track layout and it worked slightly better because Abu Dhabi never really had many chances for overtaking, until, unless you're Max and Lewis on the final lap. That that We'll get to that in a minute though. FP2 was good. Did we have any spinners in FP2? I don't think we did this time, did we? We had oh. we had the Alphas, but that was in the race and both Williams He's in yeah at the end of fp2 kimmy had a crash yeah because he hit the barriers yeah he did in the same place which latifi hit the barriers in the race we'll leave that for a second we get into qualifying because fp3 was just fp3 because there's a lot to talk about now um qualifying was really good except for max decided to start on the softs so that meant in q2 he decided to run his t- t- lap time on the on the soft tires which usually the faster cars don't tend to do because they don't need to they can run it on the mediums which means they get start the race on the, on the tire which will last them slightly longer so they don't have to pit as early so they can build up a gap between the other drivers that's the aim for the long for the well the good t- the top teams however max tried something different which if latif hadn't crashed in the final corner of the race it would have worked out for Mercedes, which is insane to think. Um, how do you think the race went? I'll qualify, we'll
2: stay with qualifying for the minute. We'll stay with qualifying. It was quite interesting to say the very least. I say that a lot, but very interesting. <laughs> because as you said, the started out on the soft tires and the soft tires, as the name implies, they're rather soft. <laughs> they're not as durable as the other hard compounds, but you do get more speed, which for Red Bull would have been critical here.
0: That was one thing that I found interesting though, is that the hard tyre at this racetrack would have actually been a soft tyre at another track because of the different compounds. Cause I think it was C1 was the softest, which is the softest you can physically get. Or was it C5?
1: Oh, C5. C5.
0: So not the softest you can physically get, but it's getting down to that level where you can't really have, it depends on the track, obviously, comparing, comparing the levels. Um,
1: how do you think qualifying went? Um, well, qualifying it was interesting i thought interesting as well um we saw max on the softs and that kind of threw me to a decision like is that a good race tire obviously
0: if i had the start it would have been yeah it would have been a good tire
1: but uh, as we saw in the pit stops with lewis and max it's well they stopped pretty much nearly the same laps
0: yeah so it didn't actually help out in the long run no Um, as we get on to the race, I'm just gonna build up a scene for you here, crowds roaring, there's an orange section, there's a Lewis section, there's a Landon-Oris section, which just includes Rhea and all of his quadrant friends, there's the Kimmy section, that was surprisingly quiet, did you know? For his final race in F1, yeah. He couldn't ask for anything more. (laughs) um we'll leave him alone no i love the i love the livery which was on the alphas where it was we'll leave you alone now kimmy and then it was gracchi de tutu. Tutu, tutu, tutu don't know spanish no it's italian, it's italian yeah. <laughs> so i don't know italian but we'll just leave it there because i don't know it anyway race i'll build the scene again crowds roaring cars revering. then they start the formation lap <laughs> um do one lap of that around the track get back to the start position. Lewis had an amazing start. His start time was 0.29 seconds, which is insane. Max is 0.38. That's nearly a tenth slower.
1: And he crawled off the line.
0: Doesn't help that Red Bull, in the last couple of races, has just been crawling off the line, which has yeah. given the advantage to the Mercedes. Which, when the start to the first corner is that short on a track like Abu Dhabi, you need to get going. Quickly, yeah. That's why Lewis got into the in front in the first couple of corners. And... was it? what turn was it they got past that section
2: turn six i believe
0: we'll just go with turn six for a minute lewis was forced wide by max i'm gonna say forced but because the FIA didn't demand that lewis give the time back because he said that because they said that he had already given him back which was fair in my sense because i felt if max did something on later on in the race they'd give it to max just to make it more of a race rather than a penalty here penalty there penalty everyone to say the least but i think i don't really know what happened in that race we'll just say that max has won the championship mercedes have won the constructors and carlos Sainz is on the podium again but going into this race it was dead even on points and i think i don't think any of us knew what was really going to happen and up until lap 53 Everyone thought Lewis is going to win the championship and win his eighth, which would have been a record-breaking number and would have beaten Michael Schumacher's record of seven, which is insane. But things, I guess, don't always work out as people hope. Kind of felt too good to be true. Yeah, it was, it was going to happen. But then Latifi spun on the one of the penultimate corners of the late, of the racetrack, causing a yellow flag. I feel like a red flag should have been because Michael Massey said on the radio to Red Bull that he'd. Do one lap of racing at the end, with Max on soft tyres and Lewis on 40-lap old hards. If you don't know the difference, brand new soft is basically like you're going to stick to the track so well. 40-lap old hards means you're on a ice track. I mean, if Kimmy was driving, he'd be able to drive it because he, he's used to ice. Kimmy's Kimmy.
1: Yeah.
0: He doesn't care what tyres <laughs> he's on. When he was, took his two years off, he did some rallying which is and, insane. And NASCAR. Yeah, she's done so much. Yeah. It's really incredible to see what the drivers have done. And it's sad to see some drivers leaving, such as Kimi Raikkonen and Antonio Giovinazzi, but this was their final race. And for Alfa Romeo, it just wasn't that final race they wanted. They had a double retirement in their final race. Not what you want ever. Williams also, with George's last race with Mercedes, had a double retirement. And then Sergio Perez on lap, I think it was 56, had a retirement, which, I don't know why I did that, because Sergio seemed very surprised when Red Bull called him into the pits. They had a um,
1: yeah. failure of the um, like water and oil going into the engine.
0: So it would have blown up.
1: Yeah. I shrink, at least.
0: <laughs> no. Um, it's one of those things in racing. Um, however, I feel like if Mas- Michael Massey had wanted there to be proper racing and not just to give it to Red Bull, they should have red flagged, given them six laps of just running time for those two, which would have been amazing just to see those two run for so long. However, it just didn't work out, because if, if Mercedes had pitted Hamilton, Max would have stayed out there, Max would have won. If they didn't, like they didn't, it would have meant that Max pitted and was on fresh tires. It was. It's a really hard one to play in Formula One, because if, if you do one option, the other team will do the other. You
1: never know what's going to happen. And Hamilton would have been able to change his tires as well.
0: If there had been a red flag, which would have yes. put soft, soft, and it would have been maybe the best driver win at that point and it would have been six laps of Sergio Perez and Hamilton. Because that was amazing defending from Perez. It was. To quote Max, Checo is a legend. (laughs) I know, like Alpine in Qatar asked Esteban to defend like a lion. Perez defended like a
2: mammoth, if you want to compare it in size of things. That was incredible. To Um, give like an idea of how well he was defending, the gap between Lewis and Max at that point was seven seconds. And thanks to Perez, he managed to cut that down to just under half, one and a half seconds, I think it was. Yeah, because Max was just out of DRS. Yeah,
0: it was. It was incredible. <laughs> and I've never seen drivers be able to do that long before, though. And it wasn't even dirty driving. It was just de- good defending, yeah. which is what you always want to see in a race. You never want to see any dirty driving, because that just ruins it for everyone. The other drivers, the crowd, because it just makes it dangerous at that point. And luckily, Formula One, as we saw in Raymond Grosjean's crash over a year ago now, he was safe because of the developments and safety. You look back to something, an incident like that, maybe even just 10 years ago, it would have been a way different outcome from what we saw. Yeah. So, no. I'll just leave it there. Max Verstappen is world champion, and Mercedes didn't like that because they felt like the FIA were abusing their power by changing all of the rules, which they were, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. So, it's a, it's a tough one. I'll lead on to you now so you can carry it on
2: with the FIA. <laughs> <laughs> so... People are saying that the FA have broken their own sporting code, which in fairness they have because the rules stipulate that the race director can say when the safety car goes out, but they can't. They don't have no authority over the withdrawal of the safety car. That's supposed to be entirely up to the stewards. However, Michael Massey decided to take it upon himself to basically say certain cars who were lapped could overtake the safety car, meaning Lewis and Max were essentially head to head. Um, did
1: you Obviously see that
0: Mercedes were trying to say that Max overtook him in the safety car because he went alongside him? I have to say, I'm a Max fan. No, I'm not a Max fan. I am not a Max fan. Sorry, Max. I d- I'm not a fan of either of the drivers. I'm To be honest, when they're going up the top together, it's just lovely to see great racing. I am a Max fan. I'm a Lewis fan. I'm, it's like one of those things. You don't know who you want to win. I've just realized that Dylan's going to be listening to this and he's going to have heard me say I'm a Max fan. I'm not a Max fan to you, Dylan. It's a tough one. It's a very tough one. How do you feel in the FA?
1: Um, I honestly didn't expect them to make that decision only letting five cars through because in the sporting code, it says that they have to let all lapped cars through, not the, not just five of them. So, so
0: it, w- it should have ended on the safety car. should have. Or yeah. if they wanted la- racing, red flag it. Give them a chance to get six laps of racing out for the audience and for everyone watching at home. That's what you want. You want a good race like that. It just yeah. didn't happen though didn't. and now mercedes have the just this morning on thursday the 16th, 16th of december that thank you lewis that would really help if i can remember the date it's been a long day a long <laughs> week has. in fact of the uh, especially if you like lewis and matt because it's been tough in other news Max is going to be using the number one for the first time since Sebastian Vettel used it back in 2011. 2014. He, he didn't use it in 2000. Oh, no, because they introduced the new numbers, didn't they? In yeah, 2000... he did use it, though. Did use it. So as you can tell, there's people here who have got a lot more knowledge than me in certain areas of F1, so I look like I'm making a fool out of myself when these guys are here. Um, it's great fun, though. I do enjoy yeah. making this podcast, yeah. and that's season one Season 71, if you want to be accurate in Formula 1 history, is done. But our season one on the podcast is done now. We're coming to a close of what has been an extraordinary season. I don't think we're going to get a season like this next year. But who knows until... I'm trying to remember the first race next season. It's Bahrain. Bahrain. So the same as this year. But we won't know until Bahrain. Pre-season testing can tell you a little bit. But all the cars are going to be running different strategies. So, the, f- w- the f- way which you can tell which cars are going to be the best is that qu- first qualifying session in Bahrain. Can't remember the date of it. It's in March sometime. I know that.
1: Pretty sure it's March 17th.
0: I will take that. We'll say March 17th. I've just remembered something FIA, I was saying about this. Mercedes has dropped their appeal um, this morning on Thursday the 16th, which is insane because that's meant that Max is not officially, but he's officially. Won the World Championship three times in five days. Luckily, it's all the same year. So, Max has only won one and Lewis has won seven. But people often say that F1 cars are just cars going around a circle. That's NASCAR. That's in America. We're not quite that. And IndyCar. I mean, IndyCar does go on tracks. But it tends to be... does do some races around ovals. Which I think F1 could always do an oval race. But it's so much weight on one side of the car. Because the G-Forces. I don't know, but F1 is not an oval. F1 is around a circuit. Throw a rubber band on the floor. Whatever layout it ends up on, it'll probably look like an F1 track at some point. That's how I feel they make the tracks. Um, Over the Christmas break though, I think we're gonna stop. And then in January, we're gonna do a few introductory sessions for people who don't know anything about F1, but want to get involved with all this fun and chaos as this season has turned into. But anyway, thank you for watching and thank you guys for being here with me for the past four episodes and the end of the 2021 F1 season. And 2022 will start next year on a banger. We look forward to seeing you. We do, yeah.
1: We look forward to watching the Grand Prix.
0: Thank you.